Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Tom, Ben! What is it, Matthew? Yeah, what's up, Matthew? Well, you know we do this fantastic uh, Flat Share Slam Down podcast. What, what, what? You've not heard about this? No! Oh, oh you'd love it. It is right in your house. Have you been podcasting <laughs> this all along? Yeah, did you not realise? Well, every time we have a disagreement, it turns into a I... Flat Share Slam Down! I've been putting them out as little podcasts. This yeah. is a breach of privacy and I love it. Can I just tell you now, <laughs> I am coining it in. Oh, my God! Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm very, very rich, so no, wow. you don't have to pay rent this month. Bless yeah. you. So what are we going to do? Instead, instead, I'm going to give you a special treat of our other podcast. What? 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 Another podcast? We do a different podcast called uh, Pappy's Bangers and Mash. Ooh. You've been recording our Bangers and Mash chat. I'm afraid so. Oh yeah, and I've been goodness. podcasting them as well, but not as many people know about them. <laughs> oh, well, I'd like to listen to that. Well, I tell you what, we've popped it on this feed, the Flatshare Slamdown feed, a bonus episode of Pappy's Bangers and Mash. Oh well, my God! And if you like this, you can cross the streams and go to the other side. Absolutely, it's a Ghostbusters reference. I wonder <laughs> if we'll do that on the other podcast. <laughs> Who we knows? just did. I think yeah, I think we just did. Uh, so if you haven't heard Pappy's Bangers and Mash, here's an old episode that we think you might enjoy. Oh, my word. What uh, a treat. What a real treat. Just uh, subscribe, you guys. Just subscribe, guys. Here we go. Bangers and Mash, Pappy's Bangers and Mash. Sketches and chats, Pappy's Bangers and Mash. Bangers and Mash, Pappy's Bangers and Mash. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. The chat is the mash and the sketches are the bangers. If the sketches are our coats, then the chat is the hangers. If the chat is our pants, then the sketches are our wangers. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. Greetings, listener dear. We're back on this day of all days, the day you're listening to the podcast. Um, I thought it was a particularly exciting day, and it is. It yes. felt like the kind of day that you were going to start listening to this podcast, and it is. You've proved us right. It's today. The prophecy is fulfilled. And on this day, one shall press play, and their ear canal may be filled with voices from Tom. Matthew. Hello. And Ben. Hello. That's right. And producer Pex is here. Cluck, cluck, cluck it away. There he is. (laughs) Um, We are here to, yes, deliver as it was foretold to you on this day. What's happened to you today that's made you want to press play and listen to this? Yes. We'll never know. We'll never know the secrets of your mind, but you'll know almost too much about ours. Yes, we're going to unload into your ear canal. This is our want. Uh, It's one of the true joys of our... uh, Lives. Lives? No, it is. I think this genuinely is the best part of our job, is giving you a little bit of chat for the next 40 or 50 min-mins. (laughs) It's a corker today, correct? Yes. Without a doubt, the silliest one we've done in ages, and uh, a lot of fun. Certainly my cup of tea. You like it? I'm not even that much of a fan of tea. What do you prefer, tea or P-Bam? You'll never know. <laughs> oh, we're not going to do a Twitter poll. So, uh, well, let's not let's not beat around the uh, bush of tea leaves. Does, does tea grow on a bush? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Well, let's not beat around that tea bush. Let's get right in to bangers and mash, as we know. Clarky, break it down for us. Oh yeah, so we do some chat. That's the mash. That's the mash, and then we drop in some little extra bits, some little bonus bits. And that is the bangers. Exactly right. You have a good time, we have a good time, but most of all, your ear canal is decorated with joy. (laughs) 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 That seems fair enough. Cracking. Well, let's get into it then. Whip crack away. We started off by talking about... Hot air balloons. Wow! Hot air balloons, right? Yes. You'd really kick it. How do you feel? Where'd you stand? Where'd you stand on high balloons? What, what in the basket I, bit? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's where I've been doing that's it wrong. Been, that's, no wonder you've got such a gorgeous <laughs> colour to you. You've that's been inside the balloon. Such an uncomfy journey here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who doesn't know where to go on a hot air balloon. Do you, could you ride on the top 
uh, like lying on the top of a hot air balloon, or would you just go straight through? I bet Bond has no, done it. Yeah, you'd, uh, Bond done it. No, but Jackie Chan has. It, oh. uh, he did it as an actual stunt, jumped off a cliff onto the top there of the go. hot air balloon. Are you sure Bond hasn't? I think he did. Did he do one where it was on? Uh, he was like on a, um, you know, one of the the bigger ones, the ships, like a blimp. Yeah, uh, I think there is. Yeah, there he's, is. There's he's blimped. He, he's blimped. He's, he's blimped. blimped. Yeah, he's blimped. He's blimped. <laughs> <laughs> Clarky, you're off the hook for this episode, apparently. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I was going to say he blimped his ride. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Should have committed to it. Yeah. Fact, James Bond has never been on top of a hot air balloon. Q's hot air balloon appears in Octopussy. And Bond hangs off the bottom of a hot air balloon and the world is not enough. Here's the question, right? You, this is, I'm concerned this is how I'm getting about how I live my life. If you... Wait, you're concerned you're getting about by a hot air balloon? No, this is what I'm... Like, a hot air balloon would be a treaty ride to buy someone and go, like, oh, I'm in a hot air balloon. As in, like, a red letter day? Yeah. Yeah, lovely. But here's lovely my thing. thing. If hot you air. die in a hot a air... A treaty ride is not what they're called, a by treat, the way. A treaty ride. <laughs> a treaty ride. It was a, a treaty ride. It was a lovely treaty ride. That's a nice phrase, isn't it, for you? I've I, I got my wife a treaty ride on a horse. Uh, Thank for, God, that's uh, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got her a treaty ride on a horse yeah she's not used it I've just realised we'll have to, we'll have to go uh, it's got to be soon August there you birthday go. it's got to be soon I bet 90% well I'd say 70% of red, red letter days, days just the never yeah. they sit in a drawer they don't get used I'm going to say 30 let's call red letter days and find out okay and let's bet £50 on it Whoa. let's bet a, a, a red letter day on it that's, That's great a bet. great bet. That's a great bet. Okay, okay. so what do you, what do you, what do you, you said s- 70, I said 30. Oh. 70, 30. Closest wins. Well, so um, do I, I'm going on it, whether or not. Yeah, you're, I'm the you're, plus one. The, you're the plus one. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I've, I've absolutely lucked out. You know what I've done? I've blimped my blimp. You've blimped your blimp? <laughs> absolutely blimped my blimp today. <laughs> you had a treaty ride. I've had a real treaty ride and I've blimped day. my blimp. Have you ever been on the red letter day? Nah, no one has. <laughs> just don't go. So um, let's just get this right again. You reckon seventy percent go on? Um, I reckon unclaimed. 70, no, no. Oh, I'm seventy. 70 he's there. I reckon thirty. Okay, Clarky seventy percent. You thirty percent. Yeah. It's a bit like, yeah. It's 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 tricky, isn't it? Because like basically, most gifts go unused. I'm feeling very confident about my red letter day. Yeah. I'm already deciding what it's going to be. Okay, well, 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 do you want to, should we chat about hot air balloons first? Okay. Or you talk about my Zorb ball later? We're <laughs> <laughs> going to Orbin! Oh, it's Orbin! I mean, oh, could you fill the Zorb with hot air and do a doubler? No. What, Zorb off the edge of a cliff? You don't want to do that, mate. The helium Zorb! <laughs> Your voice would be so high. It was a treaty ride! I was inside the helium Zorb! <laughs> um... So I blimped my Zorb. I blimped my Zorb. Chan probably could. Chan could fill a Zorb full of helium. He could. Ain't nothing Chan can't do. Apart from pay his tax, did he pay his tax? Oh, I'm sure he did. (laughs) Oh no, Chan's the one for Clarky. Yeah, Chan's your absolute idol, isn't he? Yeah. Chanwell Clark Clark will defend (laughs) Chan. You're right. (laughs) Clark will defend Chan more than Stink. Oh, right. Yeah, this is a good one. Okay. It, right. Yep. There's a train coming down the track. There's tracks. a hot air balloon. There's a hot air about balloon. About to land. About to oh, land. Like the sting or Chan. Exactly. You could, you could <laughs> either, a weird you, scenario. You could either turn on a fan <laughs> and it blows it and it co- collapses on sting. I'll tell you who do something like that. Or you could not turn on a fan. Hang on a second. We want to oh, find this out. Sorry, go on. Not turn on a fan and it lands on Chan. Okay? Yeah. Who tell you, as can a fan, I, I, I would say that Chan turns me on more than sting. I'd say Chan. He answered that in a very cryptic way. Yeah. Like, it, took, it, took us, it took us both a long time to clock what you were on about. Do you know who's playing the villain who's doing this? Christoph Weitz. Waltz. Yes. Christoph Waltz. He's the kind of guy who would do your that sort of silver thing. I have for you. Oh, you like him. He's one of your singers, I believe. One of my singers. But who is this? Chan, your friend. <laughs> he's doing Chan in Chan's voice. That's the worrying thing. That's what he can do. He's very versatile as an actor. Very, he's very versatile. Much like my good self. <laughs> you are quite a versatile actor, aren't you? you can do, Bless you for saying so. You can do uh, bald guy shouting. Yes. Bald guy shouting and sweating. I'm in my Zorb, man! <laughs> very sweaty in the Zorb. I'm in my Zorb, man. Oh, I would watch that sitcom. That's a hell of a character for I'm in my, I'm in my Zorb, Just man. Just a character who's constantly in a Zorb. How long do you think the I Lip sitcom. How, how long do you think I could last in a Zorb? What do you mean? 
What do you mean by that? I'm um, going into my zone. David Blaine style. I'm, yeah, I'm not coming out of it You're for how long. It. How long do you think I could do? Have you got food and water in the zorb? I think that's you can the put question. food and water into a zorb. Yeah, you can. I'm not Just sure like, you're allowed to do this on your red letter thing. <laughs> because how long can you survive without food or water is a different question, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's very much a different question. Like, and I thought that was can, the question you were people asking. People can push a sandwich into the zorb for me. <laughs> it will absorb it. But then you have to go to the toilet. <laughs> If I run a Zorb company, I'd be using the Absorb joke every day. Oh, I know. You, you, you gloated so much for that it will absorb it. I've got nothing for it. Correct. Now, the question is, <laughs> where are you going to go to the toilet inside the Zorb? Oh, it won't absorb that. It won't absorb that, mate. I will absorb anything for love. Well, you do. Oh. I think you do have... <laughs> uh, that one. That one we should take a little moment on. I know, but uh, can I, I, just, I got it away. Can I just ask, Tom, you know when you said colors. I would absorb anything for love to... To sort of three different tunes, yeah, <laughs> uh, settled down, didn't it? It settled down eventually when you when you when you worked out what you wanted to do. What, what, what were you on about there? <laughs> I think it got away. I don't think we can dispute that one. It, no, it looked think... like it, it looked like it was going to have trouble, and then it got through. <laughs> the, got fumbled by the fielders over the boundary line. I'll take it. It squeezed through a very <laughs> that, that's all. We hit. thought it's not going to get through these. <laughs> not going to get down this alleyway. Or oh, slides perfectly down. I reckon if you give me a, if I if there's a place I can poop out of and there's a place food there can is, come in there is your arsehole <laughs> <laughs> you've got a, one already if the Zorb has a mouth and an arse if you will then I reckon two months two Whoa, months and a Zorb two months no oh you don't oh my god fact the record for longest Zorb ride is held by Steve Camp who travelled 570 metres the record for fastest Zorb ride is held by Keith Culver who reached a speed of 52 km per hour. There is no current record held by Guinness for the longest time spent in a Zorb. Will someone put this on telly? Uh, man <laughs> spent two months in Zorb. My, my so-called Zorb life. Something like that. <laughs> the boy in the bubble. The boy in the bubble. The boy in the bubble. The what? ledge in the sphere. <laughs> the legosphere. The legosphere. Well, they call it the legosphere. They call it the legosphere. No one knows why. Things I could still do: travel, dance. Um, Mostly a two, uh, exercise. As long as, you, as long as I can still dance, I'm happy. That's right? the, that's always been Tom Perry's motto. I'd be without human contact, but I'd be with company. What about the everyone s- would want to hang around with legosphere? Could you let other people into the Zorb? Oh, that's an interesting idea, isn't it? Can you a double Zorb? No, thank you. <laughs> Could you have a conjugal visit inside your zorb? Oh, dear. Yes, please. Oh, I could bet someone's done that. Someone, someone must have banged in a zorb, right? Listener, dear, if you've banged in a zorb, tweet us a picture. You win <laughs> a red letter day. <laughs> do you think so? I bet one of those bloody. Do you know who's done it? Bloody two New Zealand instructors. Oh, two horny New Zealanders. Would I have bet done Sting's it done it. Sting hours had tantric zorb two sex. Tantric zorb <laughs> with Sting. Oh, that's a terrible, that's a diabolical plot in Christoph Waltz's evil plan to conquer Hollywood. So, wait, can I just check this plan? The plan is he's going to trap you in a Zorb for two months and at the end of it you've got to kill Jackie Chan. No, this is the way it starts, is he's about to land a hot air balloon on Jackie Chan or Sting. Yeah, he's about to. I try and save him for Clarky's benefit. Of course. It'd really be the, it'd be the turn you, of, you know, 2016's been bad enough as it is, but... Oh, Clarky that would absolutely, yeah. You can't lose that Sting. Absolutely. In trying to save Chan and Sting, I get caught and trapped in a Zorb by Christoph Waltz. This is an amazing movie. But here's the twist. He sends in, uh, you know... What a twist. The, the, what the an absolute twist. The picture's slightly fallen apart. Uh, I was going to say Jennifer Lawrence or someone like that. Well, you've got to, you've got to have Jennifer Lawrence in it. That's, that's, that's Hollywood And she rules. comes into the Zorb and we have this kind of will-they-won't-they they relationship. That's the middle third. So you're basically... The, <laughs> basically, your dream is you want to have sex with Jennifer Lawrence in a Zorb. Well, I think that's yeah, everyone's give, dream. Give and take the Zorb. <laughs> <laughs> the, Zorb's not, the Zorb's not a deal-breaker. For me, for Lawrence it is. Yeah. <laughs> in particular about the Very, Zorb. very exacting standards, hasn't she? Yeah. I think that both the Zorb and you are the two deal-breakers. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we've digressed brilliantly away oh, from... Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully. The reviews are in, guys. We've, we've digressed brilliantly. <laughs> a real return to form on guys, the Guys, can, can I just tell you one thing? If you're listening to this at the moment, you're currently loving it. <laughs> It's important because there may be a moment. I, I can see a lot of people with their finger hovering over the button, thinking, "Should I just delete this download?" No, mate. 
you are having a cracking time. You're having a red letter day. You're having a. This You've is, given your ear canal a red letter day. This is this podcast <laughs> is a red letter day for your ears. Fact: You are loving this podcast. Anyway, here's my question to get back to where we began. Yes, you're in a hot air balloon. Yeah. Oh, I. It crashes. Yeah. Yes, sir. At what point do you go? Ah, what the fuck was I doing in a hot air balloon? Oh, I imagine about. I'd imagine about 10 seconds into the hot air balloon. Like, right? how cross would you be with yourself for putting yourself through the hot air balloon thing? And that's my worry about, like, it's like risk, isn't it? But, like, yeah. you, go, like you go in the hot air balloon, you'd be like, oh, this isn't safe. This isn't as safe as other things. I'm in but a- it's fun, but why? Why am I in a wicker basket, for God's sake? Yeah. Who yeah. trusts so wicker high anymore? Up. But then I imagine. <laughs> <Not> from <laughs> picnic goers. Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear loves a, loves a bit of wicker. He loves a bit of wicker. But you don't see the wicker you don't man. See cars <laughs> wicker, wicker anymore, do you? No, the, 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 the wicker of wicker cars. The wicker, quite early. the wicker car was a short-lived mm. invention. Yeah, a wicker car. <laughs> a wicker car. Um, the bless you. <laughs> oh dear, that doesn't work at all. Um, so no, the wicker car was was a short-lived invention. We didn't didn't see much of it. So Clark, we, we, wicker trousers didn't get much wear. Oh, they'd be scratchy, wouldn't they? They were, they trousers. were. They were very awkward. But they were in the gap sale, so what can you do? Well, that's it. Is that how you, is that how you style yourself, Clarky? What's in the gap sale? Pretty much what's in any sale. <laughs> <laughs> what's in the sale? What's in the skip? Do people wear wicker hats? Uh, I don't... <laughs> I mean, people wear, people wear straw hats, but I don't think wicker hats. Wicker hat would be just a bit too heavy. The wicker industry's not thriving, is it? I think they, they make a lot of uh, Fortnum and Mason's hampers, stuff like that. I oh, that's true, yeah. The hamper, the outside hamper's of very, hampers, though. Outside and, of hampers and, and baskets. That's it, isn't it, for wicker? Bins? Wicker bins! Wicker bins! Yeah, the waste that's paper what, bin. Was that what Edward, Le- uh, Edward Snowden got uh, in trouble for? <laughs> the wicker bins. <laughs> well, it, it is leaked all over the pavement. <laughs> and, uh, a wicker bin Sw- will leak. Yeah. He, he had to go to Sweden, didn't he? Because his wicker bin leaked. Fact. Pappies have confused Edward Snowden with Julian Assange and will continue to do so for the rest of the episode. Where is he at the moment, Snowden? I don't know, he's in an embassy, isn't he? Shall we find him? Could that be our gift to the do world? Do you think he listens? Red Day. Do you think well, he's got a lot of time on his hands? And he's got a lot He's got a lot of his mind on the web, hasn't he? I wonder who's the... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of his mind's out there on the web. Do you reckon Edward Snowden's listening today? I, hope I tell you what, if you're a, if you're a friend of uh, Snowden, send him a recommend... Say, look, you, you have a, you've had a tough time of it because of the web. Give your ear canal a red letter day. <laughs> you're, stuck in, you're stuck in that embassy. Take your hands in ours. Yeah. And come fly <laughs> on a hot air balloon. <laughs> Think Snowden's a reef fan? <laughs> got two ears and a heart, hasn't he? So, <laughs> so here's the thing. If you work in that embassy, do you think you've got the arsehole with Snowden? Because he's pretty much moved in and he's not going anywhere. He can't leave. But they invited him in, didn't they? Yeah, but like you invite but people around. It's like, you know, the end of a dinner party when someone's like <laughs> yeah. helping themselves to another bottle of wine and it's like, well, it is half one, mate, and we have got work tomorrow. Do you think Do you think the life of Edward Snowden could be made into you, me, and Dupree too? <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Is it like Edward Snowden if you... Uh... He's the housemaid that just won't leave. Else the CIA will kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad movie idea. Oh, yeah, I quite like it. Do you think he lives it up? Do you think he's just like, he's farting away, poking on a big cigar? Po- poking on it? Yeah. <laughs> I poke know, on I, a cigar? I think... Do, do you... Token? I bet he's having a restricted game like- of Pokemon Go. Am I right, guys? <laughs> but it's frustrating being bloody Edward. I'm as frustrated as Edward Snowden playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just across the road. I can't get there. It's a good it's South a high African stakes. Accent. Is it's he a South high African? Game. South African, isn't he? Snowden. I believe so. Yeah. Oh, he's not American. No, I think he's, no, South, I think he's South African. Bloody hell, did not know that. So. Producer Pegs will know. I know, but we can't ask him. Can we not? No, he's right there, but we can't. Two clucks for yes, and one cluck for no. <laughs> okay. Is Edward Snowden Producer American Pecs. Producer Pegs? Producer Pegs. One cluck for yes, two clucks for no. Wait, is he American? Is, is he American? Oh. He's American, guys. He's American? No, that wasn't... 
I thought that was one clock for no. You asked if is he American? One clock for yes, two clock. Oh, for sorry. He's American. He's American. Well, he did all his leaks were from the FBI and the CIA. Wasn't yeah, they? yeah. They weren't from the Table Mountain. Yeah, they weren't <laughs> from a bloody built-on factory, were they? Is the secret, you guys? It is not a real table. Oh God, that's not good. <laughs> it is a mountain. It's not bad, is it? No, it's, it's more like this. The it's fucking more like prawn. this. You fucking prod. You fucking you prod. You, you can say it's fucking you prod. Fucking prod. <laughs> If well, you go to there's Africa, a lot of secrets in District Nen. The only the only secret you give is from a prawn factory. <laughs> prawn stick another prawn on the barbie. On the braai. <laughs> on the braai. On the braai. Oh, it's a different life, I tell you. What, the life in South Africa? Yeah. You've been to South Africa, haven't you? I know. Imagine if I was telling you that for the first time. You've been to South Africa. Oh, my God! <laughs> We're going to do an episode of This Is Your Life where you've not really been paying attention to your life. <laughs> oh, that's not bad, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, All the things you've forgotten you've done. Fact. Tom went to South Africa in 1999 visiting Cape Town, Johannesburg and Durban. Julian Assange is Australian. In fact, the bright lifestyle in South Africa, this is the kind of thing Edward Snowden misses out on, because that fucker, he can't barbecue anymore, can he? Yeah, but we've, uh, we've established he's not South African. No, but you can still barbecue if you're not South African. No, you can't, mate. That's the, do you not see the, the ruling? The that rules what, are... That was the key leak in WikiLeaks. <laughs> the, the, rule, FBI the, rule, no, the rule is you can't barbecue indoors, right? And Edward Snowden... Oh, he's living his life indoors yeah. Wait, does he? The, the I can't have a fucking braai I can't have a fucking prawn Give me a braai man You wiki leak bastard It's the life of Edward Snowden There's a fucking Pikachu Right over there on the pavement And I want to have a barbecue <laughs> that, went, that, that went to Wales via Pakistan Yeah, 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 yeah. it really did That's, what, that's where Snowden, that Snowden's route Wales via <laughs> Pakistan He went to the Welsh embassy first <laughs> He headed to the hills <laughs> He went up the Khyber Pass <laughs> and ended up in is it a Swedish embassy we look I think the what poor we, life of Edward Snowden this is what, what I what we've established Thomas we right. know nothing about Edward Snowden <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we well, should have no. gone and seen that Benedict Cumberbatch movie like everyone else did. yeah it was about it was about uh, yeah like <laughs> oh I thought that was about um, the uh, Sherlock guy <laughs> no he is Snowden no no Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> plays Sherlock ah we in a film about Edward Snowden It was a a bizarre film. It was a bizarre film. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oh, okay, here's my story. I've got it right. We all have to pitch a plot, uh, a, a film plot. Okay, I like a, this. Around Edward Snowden and his life being stuck in an embassy. Okay. okay. So mine's a rom-com. Yeah. Sure. Right? He's looking out his window, trying to catch the Pokemon that's over in the park, because it gets young viewers involved. Right? So it's, it's a rom-com. No, he, the, the he, Pokemon's the routine. Oh, okay. He, he, he sees a beautiful Swedish lady. A beautiful right? Swedish Pikachu. From <laughs> South Africa. Who will buy my wonderful schnitzels? <laughs> they sell schnitzels? <laughs> anyway. A schnitzel salesman comes past the park, right in front of where his Pokemon is, that he can't get to. And the Pokemon is like a symbol for this woman. It's going to be like his love. They make eye contact. She Wait, seems. Can, sorry, can, can, can she have, be a symbol have a quick for this chat woman? Clarky, Clarky. <laughs> yeah, mate. What the bloody hell's going on in this plot? <laughs> I no I'm, idea. I'm buying you guys some time it's... so you can come up with your Edward Snowden. Well, oh, I've got another one. No, this you've got the first one. Wait, the, okay. So wait. So he's he's in love with the Swedish Edward girl. Edward Snowden who's falls in love with a schnitzel salesman in the park, okay. and he can't. He knows if he goes to the park, he'll be caught by the CIA when he's there outside. Okay. Um, like uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Right. 
Picasso. Oh Snowden's looking across. And, and the film is a rom-com. Yeah, oh, it's a uh, romance. By the way, can I just say... Yes, uh, of course. Listener, you're really enjoying this episode. Yeah, yeah. Just thought we should be. Really. This, this is crazy. It's a red letter day for your account. going, I really want to go and see that schnitzel lady. Schnitzel's lady's like, who will buy my wonderful schnitzel? She tries to get a job at the embassy so that they can be together. Okay. The, anyway... All the long and short of it is the end of the film Snowden needs to decide will he cross the road to kiss the schnitzel lady and then get arrested by the CIA what does he do it's like the end of Crocodile Dundee he crosses the road he goes to kiss the lady he ch- catches the Pokemon instead the oh. CIA go to pounce schnitzel's ladies put a schnitzel in their tailpipe like Beverly Hills Cop like Beverly Hills Cop <laughs> and he gets the Pokemon and the girl and so then, as a, as a they have a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> they barbecue the they all pop in their Zorb and have a conjugal visit. It's not great. Ah, we've but not- there's something in a man who can't leave his house seeing a lady and they're being love and he, the only way he can talk to her is um, through s- song. It's a musical. It's a musical. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. L- we'll s- we'll s- launch the Kickstarter, I suppose. I guess get, let's get let's get that going. Yeah, Clarky, have you got one? Uh, is it like Home Alone? Because that's the other one. Is that the other one? Yeah. You do? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Embassy Alone. Tom. Tom. The idea of a, the idea of writing a film is not that you get an existing film and apply it to another. A story yes, that, it is. Yeah, it kind of is. Actually, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jack Frost two. Edward Snowman. Oh, hello. Right. It doesn't snow in the embassy. It doesn't snow in the embassy. So, so he's melting. Oh my God. Hang on. Edward Snowden's it's dead. A bit like frozen. He's got to keep the room really cold because he's because he can create snow out of his this fingers. This is a very similar film to mine. Edward Snowden's dead dad. Edward Snowhands. Edward Snowhands. Edward Snowhands. Jack Frost 2. Edward, Edward Snowhands. Snow <laughs> Jack Frost. So, so Edward Snowhands, dead dad, Wait, appears to him as a snowman. Edward Snowhand Luke. Park. Edward Snowhand Luke, right? Let's, <laughs> let's he's chase 50, this. Jack Frost 2. Edward Snowhand Luke. He eats 50 <laughs> frozen eggs. He has his eggs frozen. He has his eggs frozen. <laughs> for fertility reasons. <laughs> he's going to Brazil. He's going to Brazil. He, he wants to avoid the Zika virus, so he's had his eggs frozen. <laughs> Edward this is current. This is the one that's got everything. This is and it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas miracle. Edward Snowden. If you've got <laughs> snow hands, every time you, uh, you know, you'll freeze your. Every time you scratch your balls, he freezes, yes, he he freezes snow balls. sperm himself. Yeah, he can freeze his own eggs with his snow hands. <laughs> Okay, this is I great. I need so a lover two. with a snow hands. <laughs> I need a lover with a cold frozen finger. Um. <laughs> it's a musical. <laughs> so he, he freezes his eggs so he can throw them down to the snitchel salesman. Oh, no. oh yes. <laughs> it's the worst snowball fight in history. <laughs> Who will buy my frozen schnitzels? <laughs> my schnitzel's frozen, love. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's the final. That's it's like it's the, that's the final line of the trailer. Yeah, that's like it's a dog. A dog with sunglasses goes. Mash nipples frozen, baby. <laughs> and then it cuts to you know no, in cinemas this summer. Pokemon, a Digimon, a little Pokemon, a little Pikachu with sunglasses goes. I've heard about a frozen schnitzel, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> South African, South African. Give me a prawn, baby. <laughs> my prawns I froze my prawns oh on this my squirtle God. we should definitely pitch this film this is the best up movie idea of all time <laughs> right so it's Jack Frost 2 Edward, Edward Snowhands Snow Frozen Fro- 2 uh, it, brackets uh, Snowhand Luke Snowhand Luke. Luke Edward Snowhand Luke colon frozen frozen colon space docking he's frozen his colon oh dear so what we're basically saying is there's a lot of things Edward Snowden can't do oh i hope this has really cheered him up over in his prison cell because this is how it works when you live in south africa the braai thing like if it's a day like today like they have days like they have hot days dear listener every day gorgeous fresh you buy a big bag of meat we should say we're recording this in south africa oh yeah it's a special no expense spared we we threw a dart at a map yep and uh, went to South Africa. Yeah, and, uh, the two unrelated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, sorry, sorry, Tom. So, if it's a nice day at work, you just buy a big bag of meat. Yes, you call up your mates and be like, "Whose house?" Yeah, and then you just go around and, and say, "Kulari, <laughs> Yeah, you go around his house. You have a you have a bit of uh, meat, and you just all stick it on the braai. You drink a beer. You have a swim in the pool. And then you go home. The thing is, Tom, every day you neither drink beer nor eat meat. 
I'd go in the pool though, wouldn't I? You'd have a great time <laughs> in the pool. Go in the pool. <laughs> And then you put the barbecue the out. Yeah. You absorb yourself window. straight into the pool. <laughs> oh. oh! Can you absorb on water? Yeah, of course you can. Oh my That's god! That's one of the best things about absorbing. Can you absorb on ice? Jesus was the first absorber <laughs> in, in the history of the world. So Zorba the Greek. Zorba the Greek was the second, second yeah. right? But Jesus was the first. And actually, and Wayne if you trace back most of his third. miracles. You can see that there was a Zorb involved. He, he, zorbed, he zorbed water into wine. Like, you on. give me a Jesus miracle and we'll Lazarus. tell you Yeah, Lazarus where. would be the first one. Yeah, so... Pick up thy Zorb and roll. Yeah. It wasn't... <laughs> that's that's exactly what he said. <laughs> that can't be right. Can pick, it, pick up pick thy Zorb, up Zorb and roll. roll. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great... Now, that's a t-shirt waiting to be made. <laughs> I mean, I'd wear it. Oh, the and there was explaining you'd have to do. There was that time where they only had four and a half Zorbs, but they had thousands of people who wanted to Zorb. Yeah. And he broke all the Zorbs, and then they... There was, no, there was the enough Zorbs Jesus for the Red Letter Day company. The Zorbing on the Mount. That was the first Red Letter Day company. Was the Zorbing on the Mount. And if we think about it, guys, isn't the resurrection the greatest Red Letter Day of them all? That's really great stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am thinking about it, but I'm worried that my brain's not allowing me to uh, come to the answer that I think you, you want me to have. The answer is thrice times yay. Thrice times yay. <laughs> <laughs> one for Jesus, one for his father, our Lord God. Two and for course, a girl and three for a boy. And good morning, Mr. Magpie. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> There comes a point in every PBAM where we have a complete breakdown. Which come, happened very early in this Well, it's, well we've, we've had about three of them. We've had about three of them so far. One for Jesus, one for our Lord God, and one for that lovely little magpie keeps pecking away at all that wonderful gold. It is like we're talking in code for most of these, these eps. That's only because we're communicating with Snowden. Oh, really? Yeah. We're, oh, we're trying to get under the FBI. This whole thing. I tell you what, code. Fucking hell. We're, right, This because code. Do you remember when you were a kid? It was all about secret codes. It was codes. all about secret codes. Yeah. How much time and effort did you put into secret codes? We definitely spent a lot of time on secret codes. Oh, my God, kids. and that's gone now. Although, I guess if you were right for the internet, uh, you're probably full on into codes. I, like, uh, the Huffington Post. My blog, <laughs> my blog's got loads of secret messages in lemon juice on it. Really? Oh, oh, that was the other thing as well. Like lemon juice, or um, uh, you could write with a candle. With a candle, yeah. Dip it Is that the font that you use on Word? Lemon juice, <laughs> lemon juice. Yeah. Well, the equivalent of that now is you turn the letters into white, don't you? That's Send a blank right. email. Highlight it. Oh, highlight it. it black. Send it into. Send that's good stuff. Saving, that's it, isn't it? That's good stuff. Next time Come you think on. you've got a blank email from me, think again, bitches. Should we? It's Snowden communicating. So what I'm thinking <laughs> is, listener dear, should we come up with some kind of code? Because when we had our secret signal, yeah, that I think we haven't talked about really this series, but it's it's cool to have a secret signal. It's very cool to have so a secret it's the tap signal. of the head that, and the right finger circle in the air. Yeah. So just it's, it's like, we'll explain it. So yeah, if, if you're walking down the street and you see one of us, or you see someone you think might be a PBAM listener, yeah. I mean that's a bit of gamble to see one of if us. If someone's got a head, a pair of headphones on and they're pissing themselves with laughter, yeah. Charles are listening to my dad wrote a porno. <laughs> very strong pod. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah. So. Tapping, tap on the head. Tapping on the head. Two or three taps. Tap, tap on the head, and then we'll do a sort of circle in the air as if you're sort of making a little tornado with your finger. Yeah. Um, that's it. So we've got a secret single. That's good. But should we we've have... Got a secret single? <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you not heard? It's Christmas number one. Nobody yeah, yeah. knows it. That's our single. <laughs> <laughs> we've done a reworking of the semi-sonic classic. Yeah. Christmas in the Embassy. <laughs> we'll play Edward Snowden. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. It'll be lonely this Christmas. We'll we're all going for different jokes. We, we should all work on the lyrics together before we record the song. Oh, no, oh no, my didn't. God. I tell you what, would you like to sing a song? We'll give you the title, we'll all sing it, and see how many of the words we get the same. I think that's not a bad idea. What, any, like a, pre, a pre-written song? No, no, it's a song we're going to write right now. We're okay. going to sing our versions, okay? Yes. okay. Uh, so, uh, okay, one, one word each for the title. Yes. So, uh, it's going to be... Uh, Lovely stuff, everyone. <laughs> Lovely stuff, everyone. Here we go. Oh, so it's Pappy's. Two. Oh, one, two, three, four. Lovely stuff, everyone. We're having a nice time. Can't we all get some wine? And let you know we're having a tasty meal. And everyone is listening to the song. Facts. This is the worst moment in the history of Pappy's Bangers and Mash. 
I want to go down the street nice to where my you. baby lives. I want to knock my baby, my little baby, and my baby. So nice to see you hanging out. What is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? No, I thought we'd invented a new type of music. I thought we'd invented a new type of music, but we hadn't. Ah, the flaming lips have done that before. Everything we want to do, Zorbing, singing songs at the same time as each other with the flaming lips of podcasting. Basically, we haven't been relevant since 1997. <laughs> 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 Ever since the soft bulletin came out, people went, bloody hell, they're the future of music. And then they were like, nah. no, no, we're not. Sorry, we're not, guys. We're going we're gonna to re-release Cats in the Cradle, but call it a different thing. Right. <laughs> so, father and son. Father and son, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, what I would like to know is what our code can be. Oh, that's a good one. Because, like, if we could... Or if right, we could, so... If we could have a coded message in this podcast... Oh, like at the end. So, so if if someone's listening to, it, oh, sorry, this might be a different thing. But if someone's listening to the podcast, like like that thing of when uh, detectives in films kind of when spies meet up and they're like, uh, the sunset is very nice tonight. Absolutely. So they say in Moscow, but not in Berlin. Yes, yes that yes, kind yes. of thing. But you can't say that. You can't say yes, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that kind of, yeah. No, 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 no. Just, just give me the fucking briefcase, man. <laughs> and you'd you'd be sitting on two park benches, both reading the newspaper, but like looking straight ahead. Yeah. Oh. And, and if someone says it to them, you have to give them your bag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not what we're agreed for. I mean, oh my god, we're gonna do we're gonna do a, an international bag swap. That's, what if you see another P Bam listener and you say the su- the sunset's lovely and they say yes but not in Berlin in Moscow but it's, not in Berlin yes in Moscow but not swap in Berlin bags and head swap off. bags and whatever's in their bag you get it <laughs> oh my god that's fucking that's an exciting thing it's like that changing lanes with um, Ben Affleck and Morgan Freeman is that right <laughs> the swap the swap briefcase yeah the yeah. swap briefcase isn't it changes their day for the worse. It's lucky it doesn't change today for the better, otherwise it wouldn't have been quite such a good film, would it? Yeah, Morgan Freeman has slightly better sandwiches. Affleck's <laughs> <laughs> apple and a tonic's tea cake. This is the best day ever. That would be actually like Morgan finds out he's got a bigger lunch than expected because it's Affleck's lunch. Oh, Affleck, Affleck packs a hearty lunch. Today. Oh, I he bet he does. Four rounds of butties. Bloody hell! Four Freeman's again. Four rounds of butties. I'd love that to an hear that. Morgan Freeman impression, by the way. <laughs> Four rounds of butties. Bloody <laughs> hell! <laughs> they I'm call him Red. He can get things. What's that Vince Vaughn film where he has to go for four dinners? Uh, it's called Four Christmases. Right, so Morgan Fre- it's like that, but Morgan Freeman has to have four rounds of butties. Four rounds of, of sandwiches. Whereas on Affleck's, Affleck's scene is this. Oh, man. Quinoa salad? That's not going to get me till three. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I have a deep pan pizza? Yeah, it's on the phone. The Sounds like Road Dog. The disappointment on Affleck's face when he realises he's got Morgan's lunch. I would, you know what because <laughs> Morgan's a thin man isn't he he is, he is a thin man he, is, he looks after lean. himself yeah. Affleck lives high on the bloody hog Affleck is the kind of guy who wakes up and cracks an egg in his gob <laughs> a frozen egg one of Snowden's frozen eggs <laughs> like an ice lolly that's the start of the movie <laughs> he gets it out Ugh, this frozen egg's partially defrosted it's freezing give me a deep pan pizza <laughs> <laughs> sorry who are you now that's, no, that's Affleck. Affleck that's oh, our oh, dogs man hey do you like apples <coughs> well how do you like that's not him that's, um, <laughs> how do you like these frozen eggs how do you like the frozen <laughs> eggs how do you like those frozen sperms <laughs> goodwill hunting too I've frozen my apples <laughs> starring Edward Snowden <laughs> Edward Snowden hunting too <laughs> oh do you think dear <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah do you think he plays hide and seek in the embassy does Edward Snowden well he's sort of playing a giant it's a little microcosm of his life he's hiding in plain sight that's what hiding in plain sight means isn't it Fact No Do you know what I heard about Snowden? Go on I heard he has a robot in America And with an iPad as a face And he attends (laughs) premieres And high high parties as a robot I swear to God Does he? I heard it from two different sources Well I tell you what We'll go go to the ultimate source on Edward Snowden knowledge Um, Does Edward Snowden have a robot producer pecs with a an iPad for a face. Now it's one cluck for no, two clucks for yes. Two clucks for yes this time. Okay. Oh, and three clucks for I don't know. Oh, so it's yes and no. <laughs> he doesn't what? know. Is this the most demeaning thing we've made someone do? Uh, Kate Brooks. <laughs> I think 
the, the thing is, we always demean ourselves first. That's very true. That's true. Um, so, Pegs, do you find the clocking system demeaning? Uh, 15 clocks for yes, one clock for no. <laughs> I'd love it if you laid an egg. <laughs> a frozen egg! Frozen We're going to have a baby! Pegs lays, Pegs lays a Snowden's egg. <laughs> I'm going to have to send this back as a real Snowden's egg. <laughs> so, yeah, Snowden attends, like, diplomatic parties and premieres as a ro- with, with, like, a robot with an iPad. And, what does uh, the robot look like? Like Johnny Five? I, I don't know. I assume so. <laughs> I imagine every I assume robot. most robots like Johnny Five. Don't you feel like you would have seen a photo of it rather than just someone describing Honestly, it? Honestly, I think I've read it. Like, I'm pretty sure it happens. That's amazing. Should we start doing that? But also, do, 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 well, well, we could get him on as a guest. We're never invited to any premieres, so we'd have to crash the oh, premieres in the true. first place. Yeah. That's the only way we're going to get invited to premieres. If we could pretend to be Edward Stone's Should we invite the premiere? <laughs> yeah. Do we hack into Edward's It's like the guy robot. who pretended to be Sidney Poitier's son. We could be... <laughs> on. Who's that? I don't think we could get away with that. No, no, no. But, that's, <laughs> but we could get away with being Edward Stone's is, is Sidney Poitier South African? Because uh, if we well, are, you do it, I am getting into that premiere. No, he's not. Oh. <laughs> Who plays curry and chips? <laughs> um, that was. I thought that was deliberately French. Oh! <laughs> Which, by the way, is the perfume I'm wearing at the moment. <laughs> it's very nice. It's very French nice. From Jean Paul Gaultier. On the fromage. No, it's not oh. de fromage. That's cheese. That's mad cheese. Um, de fromage. Mad of cheese. You've just described yourself, mate. I mean, that's the, that's the person you've been wearing since the age of about 14, I'd say. Om de fromage. Mm, om de fromage. Um, What's that, primula? <laughs> just on, on the toothbrush. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, my God. <laughs> nice bit of brie under the old armpits. Um... So do you think we could get away with being Snowden's robot? Also, don't people just go up and try and, like, watch, um, like, Lego <laughs> Batman on his, uh, yeah, on his face? Well, I wouldn't... Well, also, imagine if, like, someone knocks him over. Imagine getting stuck talking to him. Or imagine him getting stuck in a corner and he can't negotiate his way out of the corner. <laughs> Snowden's had one too many. <laughs> Snowden's <laughs> he gets pissed and gropey as a robot. That's what I'd do if I started to sit there. Yeah, I know. I'd get, I'd get, I've seen you. You get, get, pissed, you get pissed and gropey and it's just me and Clarky and producer Pegs. I'd get half a bottle of whiskey in me yeah. and, and send my robot up to no good. <laughs> I'd see if my robot could pickpocket George Clooney. Stuff like that. <laughs> It'd be good, wouldn't it? It'd be like, what could Snowden's robot do? Or like, the, the ladies are going to their robot? toilet and then hear like, good evening, girls. And it would be like, Snowden's robot. No, be like, you're turning this into kind of porkies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a new movie pitch. Snowden's robot. Short Circuit 3. Snowden's robot. Snowden's robot, though, presumably isn't... Like, why are you getting Snowden's robot to commit extra crimes? The fact that the robot is able to move in the world is because he hasn't committed any crimes. If the first thing he does is go and molest somebody <laughs> or rob somebody, then I guess that's like... But it's, it's cheeky crime. No, it absolutely isn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're getting to very dangerous territory if you describe going into the women's toilets and getting gropey as cheeky crime. No, yeah, no. I'd say like, I'd say like you could pinch Clooney's bum, right? That'd be okay. I don't like... You could like tweak Cumberbatch's nip. Right? <laughs> no. I'm going right? to say that you any could... unwanted sexual attention, whether by robot or by you, and let's face it, it's more about you than it is no, the robot. No, but this is Snowden's problem is his robot's naughtier than he is. So, like, it's like He's short lost circuit control. three. Short circuit three, it's like, hey, robot, let's go and talk to the mayor of Toronto. And they go over, and it's like, and then the robot's like, hey, nice tits on your wife. <laughs> Snowden's, Snowden's like, whoa, whoa. The, I'm sorry, that was robot. Uh, and he's Isn't like, the mayor of Toronto the guy who, uh, uh, didn't he smoke a load of crack? And died. That's oh, he died, yeah, yeah. yeah, he passed Let's away. say the prime minister of Canada, the, the cool dude. Yeah, the, oh, uh, yeah. The, the liberal dude. Cool dude, cool dude, Prime Minister guy. Um, so what's you go wait, I can't remember his name. Producer Pecks, um, uh, peck it out in Morse code, would you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you go, you're talking to the Prime Minister of Canada, and like the, the robot goes off piste, basically. It says, like, Girl, your son's an ugly guy. <laughs> Whoa, robot. Your son's an ugly guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's not nice. I know though. that's the problem. Like the robots, the robots. I, I t- the robot did time in Iraq. He was an ex-bomb disposal. Uh, He's hurt locker. He's hurt locker. Hurt robot, locker too. Right. Edward so, 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 so the robot did time. He did two tours of Iraq. Um, 
doing the bomb disposal and it's it's affected him and he's got like a laissez-faire attitude to life he don't obey the rules he doesn't and, like walking uh, around the supermarket and now he's got Snowden's face on him and he's on diplomacy duty they're the original odd couple this is this is really, this is actually good you know the, isn't yeah so it's the guy who <laughs> it's the guy who can't leave the embassy and his robot who's a loose cannon the robot oh, is an ex-military it's, loose cannon it's a bit like 2001 A Space Odyssey as well isn't it is that what that's about? Because I've never, I've never known. And also, I've got <laughs> yeah. right. It's basically, it's basically, it's basically. The robot uh, learns. Got a sex robot. The robot learns, right? He learns to love that sometimes the biggest bombs you can dispose are social ones. Ah, oh, that's if you good stuff. Detonate a social bomb; it can be as damaging as a bomb. <laughs> as a bomb. <laughs> and the final shot is him. Uh, is him with sunglasses on? Obviously, the robot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he says. <laughs> Nice tits on all of us. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. We'll always be together, <laughs> together <laughs> in electric dreams. And the doorbell of the embassy goes. <laughs> Snowden's upstairs alone, and he goes down, and the, the, and and the robot's there with a chef's hat on and a barbecue in his hand. Oh yeah, because he can have a barbecue. Because he can have hands. a barbecue in his hand. He and he's like, "I'm here to diffuse your heart." Oh my god, this is the best Snowden movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> is Snowden his own genre now? Yeah, 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 yeah. We've all got a Snowden movie in us. That's what they say. Everyone, Everyone you see has got, Snowden, got a Snowden yeah. movie. I in think them. we finally cracked it though. The Snowden robot. I, I love the fact that he's an ex he's an exorac bomb disposal robot he's done time like he's done his kind of he's, he's done his, his he's, tour he's yeah. earned he's earned a shift yeah and there's a reason he's got a screw loose literally so he's got yeah. he's <laughs> literally, well that's the final someone just tightens the screw and he's fine <laughs> he's alright no no, yeah. no 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 I think but that should be the moment they're like he, he's been looking around for a screwdriver and then someone gives him a screwdriver like Philip said screwdriver and a goes cocktail. you can finally no, yeah. <laughs> that, that he short circuits and he dies no, wait, they finally he's like um, he's like I guess I can screw my loose screw and they go hang on a second that is a that is award winning dialogue I guess I, I, I can screw, I can my, screw my, my loose screw <laughs> I guess I can tighten my loose screw and then and then, and then uh, Edward Stone goes actually mate it's the loose screws that make us who we are oh my god <gasps> Don't tighten it. Do and not it, touch it. Do not touch it. It's it is a lot of prawns in yes. District Nine. But also <laughs> stop telling the Canadian Prime Minister's daughter to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> because that is causing us a diplomatic problem. A I've got diplomatic immunity. Is that why you guys <laughs> is that why you guys thought he was South African? Because he's got diplomatic immunity. <laughs> That's the freaking <laughs> Oh yeah. The only way you can qualify for diplomatic immunity is to have a South African accent. Oh no. I've not even seen that film either. Diplomatic immunity. Puppies, bangers and mash, or P-Bam 2.8, or the T-T-T-Babator. <laughs> I, like, I, I like the Terminator. Yes, I like it. But ruder. Was improvised, written, and performed by Tom Parry, uh, Steve Backley, Javelin. Oh, favourite Olympiad. Um, a favourite Oli- Olympiad. Uh, like, yeah. Put somebody, somebody performed in the Olympics. That's right. Um, oh, um, uh, uh, Matthew Crosby, uh, Ellie Simmons. And Ben Clark, Linford Christie. Drug sheet, Linford Christie. Oh, come on, mate. He's, he's, We've all had a sniff. We've all had a bit. And it was produced <laughs> by Producer Pex. <laughs> whose favourite Olympiad is a chicken. Oh, yeah. Seems fair enough. Seems fair enough. Seems absolutely fair enough. So, uh, keep your reviews coming in. Roll them along. Roll them along, folks. Uh, yes. Last time we asked you to review uh, the podcast in the style of like a movie, and we, got, we had some great ones, really, really funny ones. Uh, we had uh, Ellie Gels, who said, uh, so good, it's a must-watch before and after you die. Oh, my God, that's going on the poster. That's definitely going on the poster. We're getting posters, everyone. I know every, every, every month we promise merch that never arrives. Never delivers. That's one of our things. Uh, we also had this one, uh, Move Over Hunger Games. Uh, Crosby has never been better. Parry's bold choices must be heard to be believed. Clarkie's portrayal of confusion and rejection will break your heart. Producer Pex looks set to replace the minions in the nation's heart. That is from DeRoof Trouser. Yeah, I also thank you very much for the pictures that came in of producer Pex being a cartoon chicken oh that was very strong really strong Some very strong really work. strong oh very and the dude who actually made the app 
Someone made an app. It's not really an app. I don't no. know how to, where, to, where we can put it because it was just a little link to a website. But we'll stick it on our Twitter. Oh, it's so of, funny. It's an How's That Gonna Do? How's That Gonna how's Do? That how's gonna That do. Gonna Do? Yes. App. How's Bless you, dear do? listeners. You're working away. You're beavering away. Uh, this month, can you send in reviews? But they have to be written only in fact. Yes. It's a very fact-based episode. Or so you, can, you can throw an opinion in there. No, so. no opinions. Just what? fact. Just facts. Just pure fact. Okay. Fact. 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 Their review, reviews, like, for example, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but fact, this is a five-star podcast. Uh, two stars. <laughs> um, and, um, so, yes, write your reviews, in fact. Um, have a jolly good month. We'll be back in September. Can't wait. Love you all. Had fun? Yeah. yeah tremendous fun. fun. All right, then. Anything else to say? Well, I guess. Cheers, everyone. Bye! Facts. The voice you are listening to is Snowden's robot. Nice tits on your wife. Nice tits on all of us. Now, let's dance. A one, two, three, four. Lovely stuff, everyone. We're having a nice time. Can't we all get a of wine? And don't you know, we're having a tasty meal. And everybody knows just how we feel. I wanna go down the street nice to where my baby lives. I wanna go down my meet my little baby and my baby's so nice. To see we'll sing a song. We'll have a. What is this? What is this? What is this? I thought we'd invented a new type what of music. What is this? I thought we'd invented a new type of music, but we hadn't. Guys, if you enjoy listening to the podcasts, then you may also enjoy watching us live in the actual flesh of life. Um, we have a residency in the middle of London town, Soho, at the Soho Theatre. It's called the Secret Dude Society. We have a live band. We host the night, do a lot of mucking around, and we have some of our brilliant friends, who are luckily also comedians, performing. So, let's give you the dates and the guests, and if you fancy coming along, please do. Clarky, when are we doing it next? Uh, yes, we're doing it on September the 26th. Yes, that's Ed Gamble and Sam Simmons, our very special guests. Then we've got a spooky Halloween special. October the 31st. That's David. Trent and Richard Gad. It's going to be a lot of shouting. Yeah, it's going to be an angry one. It's going to be an angry show. Then in November, we're going to be bringing in Bonfire Night. And we're also going to be bringing Australia to you. Yes, uh, November the 14th. It's going to be Felicity Ward and Steen Raskopoulos. Let's just repeat that is not Bonfire Night. Not Bonfire (laughs) Night, Thomas. It is Bonfire Month. And then our Christmas special. Uh, December the 19th Oh ho 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 It's a podcast special We've got Stuart Goldsmith From The Comedian's Comedian And the king of podcasting himself Richard Herring They're going to be interviewing us Simultaneously As we open our presents So um, (laughs) Come along Also all of those shows We should say All of those shows Will contain some combination Of Beasts Or Max in a Van Or Lazy Susan And DJ Peggs Will be there At every single one Secret Dudes So the Secret Dudes site Please come along And be a member Tickets are available From the Soho Theatre website. Thanks for listening. See you there. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.